Coyote Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. Mayakun is a Nigerian-born rising star. From his debut solo single, Eleko, which was released under David O's Music Worldwide and charted number one in Nigeria, to his 2017 smash, Mama, which enjoyed multiple weeks at the top of the streaming charts across the African continent. Other hits including Cheche Bobo featuring David O, Up to Something, Gang and Of Lagos, Mayakun has emerged as one of the most consistent artists from Nigeria in recent times. His debut album, The May of Lagos, peaked at number 15 on the Billboard World Albums chart and has amassed over 200 million streams to date. He was a surprise guest during David O's Wireless Festival set in 2018 and also performed at the O2 Arena in London in 2019, before proceeding to sell out his first headline concert in the UK and Canada months later. Mayakun was Nigeria's Artist of the Year in 2020, with back-to-back consecutive number one singles and collaborations. And he's just getting started. Up next on Slipswant, we've got Mayakun. Where do we find you in the world and how are you doing? Uh, first of all, I'm doing very, very fine. I'm really excited to be on this show right now. I'm in Lagos. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm in Lagos, just chilling. Just chilling. Yeah. Okay, so let's mm-hmm. rewind to the very beginning. At what age did you think, cool, I want to be in the music industry, whether it was a child or teenager or whatever age, and how did that journey progress to where we are today? Um, I think honestly, he he kickstarted when I was like a teenager, but I already started doing music from like a very young age, like in church with my parents, with my friends and like, girlfriends. I know that at that yeah. time, but yeah, it really started when I was like about thirteen. That was when I really it as oh yeah i want to be in this industry and everything but you know how life goes and you get into other things and just get your dreams and everything but i think in 2015 slash 16 i met davido and that was a professional system yeah and how did you meet davido um thank god for social media i met him through twitter Oh, okay. Like, I posted a video of myself singing, so yeah. Yes. So he liked, followed, and we spoke in my DMs, and I linked him then. That was how okay. I started. You've uh, been creating music for about six, seven years. So six, seven years, yeah. From zero to three minutes or four minutes, what is your mm-hmm. creative brain? How do you create music? Is it easy every time? What invigorates or what inspires your music stories? Let's dive into your musical brain. Me, for one, like I like to think about what I go through. I like to consider myself as human as possible. And I feel like whatever I'm going through, at least, if not everybody, at least half of the people listening to me are going through the same stuff. Yeah. And they can relate. So mm-hmm. most times when I'm in like a phase in my life, whether I'm happy, I'm sad, I'm excited. I make music about my different emotions at different times. Like my recent project carries how I felt at the time I recorded the happenings, the things that just happened at the time, people I met, people I interacted with. 
That's how I make music, though. As far as before I go into the studio, it's not like I have like something in my head. But when when I hear the beat and it resonates with a particular experience of mine at that time, that's what I think about and write about. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned your recent project. So let's uh, dive into that a little bit more. So are they? I'm sure they all your favorites. But let's dive into each of the songs. Yeah. Um, the latest project is called Love for Free. Yes. And it just all stemmed from me finding out that nobody loves for free, basically. Everybody loves you for something. You love people for something. So, yeah, that came out of my own personal experience with, like, a friend. Mm-hmm. I had a different experience with, like, a like a romantic experience. I had different, like, three type of, like, relationships that I had that taught me that that lesson. But the one that, that really stuck with me was the one with my friend. Cause I personally feel like platonic relationship breakups are harder to take than romantic ones. Okay. I don't, I don't know if it's general knowledge or not, but that's how I feel. Yes. Cause the platonic one really, yeah, really hurts me than the romantic one. So yeah, like the song called Loki on the EP was basically talking about what why I went through with that said ex friend. Oh yeah, there's a, there's another song on the project called Loose Control features Blackie. That's one of the songs that I spoke about the romantic breakup and okay. how I felt and what led to everything. Yeah. So yeah. So now you mentioned that you collaborate collaborated with that specific artist. So when you are creating music, do you like uh, creating for yourself or collaborating with others or a combination of both, which do you enjoy or do you equally enjoy them the same? I think I, I the, the one that makes perfect sense to me is when I'm writing for myself and I get an artist that is on the same uh, brainwave as I am at that time. Okay. Yes. That explains the song with Blackie because while I was making it, I think he was going through like a similar or he has been through that type of stuff because okay. when he made the verse, he did it in like 20 minutes and I could tell that I was singing straight from the heart. Do you enjoy creating music videos and how much input do you have on the behind the scenes production direction and so forth? Um... Before I contact my video directors, I always have like, cause I make the music myself. So yes, I already have like a vision for what I want the videos to look like. Okay. But I've been blessed to have worked with like, um, video directors that are open to my ideas. So if I like tell them this is how I'm feeling, this is how I want it to go, they, they tend to work around that. Like my last video, Loki. Hmm. I had to do so many stressful stuff. Like I had to learn how to weld. Well, I was, I was, I was standing on like a cliff, like looking down, like 20 feet down. I was, I was almost drowning in a dam. (laughs) So yeah, like so many things going to just making videos to make people see what you're saying through the music. Yeah. You're allowing them to push you out of your comfort zones and face some things that you, you potentially would not necessarily face in the normal world. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what do you enjoy about performing live? Um, the fact that people know, like people can like people that were not there when I was making the song, that were not in the studio, can relate hundred percent to what I'm saying, and I can feel, I can see 
that they actually feel what I'm saying in the music. That's what I really enjoy about performing. I'm the person that's always right in front. I'm dancing, I'm jamming, I'm enjoying it. I'll take my phone out for just one or two clips, one or two photos, and then I put my phone away. But I notice that the people around me have their videos out, their cameras out for so long. They are tweeting, they're posting, they're Instagramming. From the person on the stage, you, and you see a bunch of phones, does that just distract from the energy and the feeling of being in the moment? Or is it just where society is at the moment? I mean, I think that's how everybody is right now. I really don't, it doesn't faze me. I just keep on doing what I'm doing. But for some people, it actually makes them more energetic when they see people loving what they are doing and recording them and doing all that. Okay. Okay. I've never thought of it that way. So that's a good, good way for me to think about it. Thank you. (laughs) And so what are the goals? What are the next (laughs) steps that you are, uh, short-term goals and the long-term goals? We've got the EP now, the latest project. What's next on the horizon? I want to go around Africa again. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I went I went on like a mini African tour like two years ago. But I want to do another Love for Free African tour before I start going to London, America and all that. But yeah, Africa first. So when you're in South Africa, you must let me know and I'll be right up in front. And then mm-hmm. we'll go for drinks afterwards. We after the concert. How's that sound? For sure. <laughs> I know if I had to ask you this question in two days, two hours, two minutes, I know your answer will be different every time. I recognize that. Because there are millions of them. But if you had to push mm. play to five songs by other artists, once we have finished this conversation, what would those five songs be and by who? By other artists. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to sound biased though, but I'm going to mention a lot of Nigerian music. <laughs> um Understand or Malay. Um, um there's a guy called Odumodu Black. I don't know if you know him, but he has this song called Blood on the Dance Floor. Um what's his name? There's this guy Fuse, yeah. Fuse Jello featuring young John. That's the okay. third one. Okay. <laughs> Two more, two more. <laughs> uh, two more, two more. Um, Rema Charm. Charm by Rema. Then I was supposed to say another Rema song, but I'm not. Victoni, Holy Father. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice to make some of them I haven't heard, so I need yeah, to look yeah, at them. Yeah. Look them up for myself. So thank you for that. So I know you mentioned earlier that yeah. when you collaborate with other artists, that you are want to be on the same wavelength as them. I understand that. But are there mm-hmm. any artists that are on your bucket list that you have yet to collaborate with that are, is your goal to collaborate with them? Yeah, bear artists. Uh, um, Kaspar Nuvis. Yes. I don't know why I haven't linked him because I've been to South Africa at least like three times in the past, what, like past one year. But yeah, Kaspar. Kaspar Nuvis. I I mean, I can't say I haven't worked with almost everybody in Nigeria because I, I, I just came through my head and I probably worked with everybody. Okay. <laughs> in this country, but, but yeah, it, Kaspar Newvest. Um, and, and two more, two others. Nasty C. Nasty C, yes. Central C. Okay. So now in that, in that group. So let's put it out there in the next year. Or once you've done your tour, 
And these are the artists that will be on your next collabs. I'm looking forward to seeing that <laughs> and hearing that. For sure. For sure. I'm, work, I'm working on that for sure. <laughs> Brilliant. So why did you choose the name Mayakun? Where's that come from? Uh, my real name is Mayowa. It's a, it's a, it's a local name in Nigeria for Yoruba tribe. But if you answer that name, it's like there's a natural nickname for you, Mayo. So everybody that answers that name is probably called Mayo somewhere. So the K-U-N is, is, uh, Japanese. Yes. It means boy. Cause at some point I was addicted to like Japanese anime at that time. Oh, so, yeah. okay. <laughs> so it's Mayo Kun. It's like Mayo Boy or something. The podcast is listened to throughout the world. So as a final message, what would you like to say? Uh, I would like to say, first of all, thank you for listening to this podcast. I would like to say, keep supporting or if you haven't heard of the brand Mayo Kun, M-A-Y-O-R-K-U-N, you can catch me anywhere, Instagram, Snapchat, and I make beautiful music too. God bless you.